0: Welcome to the Crew Fitness UK podcast channel hosted by myself, Hayley Chatterton, online personal trainer and weight loss specialist. This is a place where I can talk to you about health and wellbeing, mum life and how we can live our healthiest and happiest lives. This is a chance where I can debunk some myths, chat to guests online and get into the real nitty gritty subjects that some personal trainers do not wish to discuss. So sit back, relax, or enjoy getting your 10,000 steps in. welcome back to the channel so it's a bit cold I keep saying this in my uh, podcast but man alive I went for a walk today in minus two that weren't fun I lost count how many times I slipped on ice and I swear I nearly from slipping in the ice probably nearly pushed my child into a uh, busy road obviously without intention (laughs) but my god it was so dangerous walking this morning but I did get a little bit excited last night when I saw it was snowing. I was like, oh, it's getting Christmassy already. Um, But yeah, it's supposed to warm up again, I think, tomorrow onwards. Um, So I actually... Because I do a couple of one-to-one sessions per week um, with a client, and she's also a friend. um, But we had to move it to the next day because i couldn't make a workout in icy conditions because we do our workouts outside i was like that is vicious i am not that cruel so yeah we've moved that to tomorrow especially 12 degrees so thank god for that anyway that's not what i'm talking about today i'm not going to talk about the weather again i'm going to talk about something that um i think it is a subject that seems to tread on toes and kind of ruffle feathers i think is a good one to say Um, But my intention is not to do that. It's to just have a balanced and realistic view on this and take what you want from this. But this is just what I'm thinking. So it's, are we seeing extremism in fitness? Okay. So no matter what, whatever we pick in fitness, whether it's running, weightlifting, um gymnastics swimming i don't know whatever it is you find something that you love but when you see and i'm definitely guilty of this well, but when you see someone doing um a sport particularly that's probably not as much of an interest to you and it looks hard or you know challenging we see it almost as extremism um so that can cover things even like bodybuilding and comps um it could also look at people like triathletes and marathon runners there are there are so many different other areas you could even look at things like mma fighting boxing they're amazing sports no matter what but we can't help but kind of go when you see the people when they train for those particular industries or sports we almost kind of fall into that are they are they being very extreme in it? The other extremes we're now seeing is what we perceive is what someone looks like, you know, with fitness. And there's a lot of campaigns out there now, you know, saying it's not what, how you look, it's how you feel with fitness. And I agree with that. But again, there's a fine line with that. So that's why I want to also ask in this podcast, is the fitness industry being sexualized? It was something that I um, listened, sorry, read on Instagram. Um, A girl that I used to go uni with, and she's now in the fitness industry. And um, she was talking about it, and she said that uh, is it being sexualized because I'm standing in my underwear or in a bikini and putting it on Instagram, but I'm promoting that I'm healthy and fit? Does that mean I'm sexualizing fitness? So that was quite interesting because obviously. I do have friends, and I'm included in this. You know, I've done photo shoots now in little to hardly any clothing, really, and I've got friends that do it as well. Um, and it's a massive industry that's opened up recently, and a lot of people are doing these kind of photo shoots now where it's glamorized. So then it's kind of like, is fitness being glamorized? Is it being sexualized? What are people's thoughts on this. So I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna give my honest thoughts and balanced thoughts on all of that as well. Um then I'm gonna talk about you know are people showing still that they're punishing themselves by extreme calorie deficits and thinking that they need to work extra hard in the gym and continue to keep getting personal bests and then you see people then kind of saying I must get to 100 kg on a deadlift or I must hit 200 kg on a hip thrust are we taking it almost to a side where we're either comparing or punishing ourselves so i want to look at that as well so there's quite a lot so that's why i'm calling it the extremes of fitness okay um yeah so let's start with the first subject is it being sexualized it it's a hard one to say yes and no at. i'm gonna be honest there okay um in some ways i want to say yes because I've fallen into this in this category now where I did a sort of a glamour shoot um, in September, even though it was a body confidence thing. So in some ways, I'm like, no, it's not being sexualized. But then I can see the other perception of why it is sexualized. So we're seeing more women, particularly um, in well either being topless um wearing lingerie wearing quite raunchy stuff um which i kind of get um why it could come across as sexualized i'm also seeing fitness shoots with some professionals where it's being held in like boutique hotels it's being shown women um doing like bondage kind of imagery and stuff and it's being shared on social media so i can see why people perceive it as being sexualized um because it's something that we would originally see on the cover of an fhm like magazine or in a playboy ma- magazine let's be honest you, that was what you would have expected to see like 10 20 or more years ago that's what you would see in those kind of things and not particularly for a fitness shoot but it has evolved now hear me out on this is why i also don't think it's sexualized in the fact that it is showing and promoting that women are getting more and more comfortable and confident in their own skin and in their own bodies and embracing their bodies which is beautiful and i think is incredible um and that's where i feel like it's not um because you're embracing your beautiful and embracing that you're strong and you're the you're happy with yourself and i think that's great um so it's kind of like is it going to get to a stage where is where does the line start to go that it's more like glamour model shots and when it stays towards body confidence and fitness? Now, I feel like that line is getting thinner and thinner, but I it's it's a hard one, and I feel like I could never completely answer it. The only thing I could think is if it was showing more like this bondage stuff and raunchy kind of poses you know the ones I mean almost getting to the point of pornographic then I would say yes you are sexualizing it but I do feel like if you're wearing something that you feel sexy in or you feel confident in your body in and you're not particularly showing anything you know, you're not showing nip or, you know, your vag. <laughs> then I feel then it's okay. I personally think it is it is down to a matter of opinion as well in what people perceive as it. So don't get me wrong. Men are going to look at these images and they're going to sexualise them because, well, you know, and other people as well, I suppose. I'm, I'm being probably a bit um, sexist there, I suppose. But I can see why they they would immediately think of sex in a lot of images that are out there now i can I get that um so where I think also you have to draw a line is is that you can't say certain comments to that person who's made their images, but then others would argue if you were going to put a sexual image up of yourself looking raunchy flashing a lot you know kind of insinuating something sexual then surely aren't you opening yourself up to people commenting sexual sort of comments maybe like yeah i can see that but i also feel that some people can well we all know that people can take it too far and say things that quite you know just too far disgusting and just yeah just not nice so i just feel like no matter what i feel i feel like as long as it's not showing you know almost pornographic things then i get it but i'm still very much in the if photo shoots are promoting that women are embracing their beautiful bodies and that they're confident themselves then i think it's okay personally um next year i really really want to host a beach photo shoot um, for the team and obviously I actually want to have men do it as well to show that it doesn't just have to be women doing a beach photo shoot and feel sexy and incredible that men should be allowed to do that as well so I'm hoping I can have some um, men join in that next year so we shall see. Um, but I want them to embrace their bodies and celebrate their bodies, and that's where I feel it's not sexualized, and that they are celebrating themselves. So see what I mean? It's a very difficult one to answer, but I'm—I suppose some people say, "Well, then why are you standing in lingerie? That is sexualizing it." Yeah, like I, it's a one that I feel like I could just go around in circles. Um, but yeah, anyway. I will draw it at that but that's just how I personally feel. I've got lots of friends who do these shoots as well and they do look phenomenal. They look incredible. They are embracing their bodies for sure. So the next thing I would like to talk about is I suppose where it's the punishing sort of thing or pushing yourself too far. So we're seeing it on social media as well where women men sorry why do I keep always just picking women but it's both kind of saying like they'll lift like for example a hip thrust they'll lift 100 kg and someone will say oh it's not a lot though it is a lot that is a lot okay that's nearly two of me um that is a lot to be lifting on your butt cheeks but yet there seems to be coming this almost extremism now online that it's kind of you have to go heavier you have to get you know ridiculous now don't get me wrong I'm all about you know being strong feeling powerful I think it's a big thing for men and women and I love it and it's how we build lean tissue we get stronger and we get fitter but I do feel like is it going too far is it becoming a trend where we have to kind of Almost get to a stage where it could potentially be dangerous. I don't know. Now, don't get me wrong. I have also got friends. Yeah, I know. I know. It sounds like I've got a lot of friends. <laughs> uh, sound ridiculous. Don't I? But I have got friends who do strong men and strong women competitions. Now, they are athletes in the in their industry. You know, they've taken years to train for this. So I have the utmost respect for them because it takes some insane training to do it so that's a different area that's if you go into that industry it's not for me because i just don't feel like i'm built for it but i find it fascinating to watch and i'll always congratulate my friends when they do really well in it but going back to it it's just kind of i feel people are almost competing with each other they'll see their friend lifting a certain amount and then they'll go well i've got to do that now for example you know i'm seeing the same person at the moment that keeps lifting doing um sumo deadlifts of 100 kg i've been trying and trying and trying to keep up with my 80 kilos and i'm like for fuck's sake i can't do it i haven't been able to do it again for two weeks but there was this one week i could do three reps or four reps with it and now i can't do it and i get frustrated i'm like yeah, but this person keeps hitting it and i have to remember i'm different i'm a different build i you know i have a i have my uh, business to run i have a child and it's almost like i get i punish myself that i don't keep building up to it and i feel a lot of people do that they compare themselves with their training and kind of go oh but i'm not lifting as much as that person over there and that means i'm crap at my training no you're not like, you're really not and then there's this almost like, and I, I'm i guilty of it, I know I am. Like a sort of a gloat to put it on social media now of I've just lifted this much. And I have done that in the past. And I feel that being a PT and putting that up, I feel it discouraged people in the past from training with me. So I don't like to put it up often anymore. Because I feel it really puts people off and they're kind of like, well, I can't train like Kaylee so why would I approach her? Why would I do a training program with her? So that's where I feel PTs have to be very careful with that, particularly, and online coaches. If they want to get clients out, especially if they want to go for people who are just... I don't. Know, it sounds horrible to say, it, but in a generic group where they just want to take care of their health and well being, they're going to get put off by people who do extreme training. It's there are some who would love to train with obviously a very strong woman or a strong man, for example, but they're less likely to go to them compared to someone who just comes across as a bit more normal does that make sense or just doesn't gloat and kind of go oh you don't lift as much as me I don't want to train you even though we wouldn't be like that it's just it can be perceived as that through Instagram and you know um, TikTok and stuff all of those things so I just feel like we're almost beating ourselves up if we don't lift as much so that's the other extreme that I think I definitely see regularly. Now there's nothing wrong with congratulating someone when they do hit a PB and kind of going, "Oh, well done, smashing it." Like for example, my clients when they get personal best, I mean, I see their check-ins every week, I see their workouts all the time. I congratulate them. You know that they're they're pushing themselves in a good way but that I'm teaching them how to find a balanced approach of it as well so I won't expect them to continue to get personal bests every week and they know that and they're realistic of it so that is good so that's just one thing I've noticed with this industry as well the other one is state the obvious um, when it comes to extremism in fitness and it's been something that's really blown up this year in terms of arguments with coaches, personal trainers, people who love fitness, etc. And it's bodybuilding, um, and bikini competitions and all of that. And I will admit, yes, it is a type of extreme, but it's a sport in the industry. It is an area. I don't care what um other influences out there say, saying it's not a sport, it's um it's vanity, it's building up to something that you're less likely to win. Now, I can understand it, but for me, um, again, knowing people who have done competitions, um, having watched them train for it and put their heart and soul into it, you know, you can watch, you watch certain people on these videos, and you know they're a winner, okay, I can think of one in particular who absolutely smashed it and she won the arnold um arnold um, sports festival um bodybuilding competition and mate her training was is insane um but she is an athlete in her own right she is incredible um what a fantastic woman i really want to get her on a podcast eventually because she absolutely amazes me um but anyway there are then you know like um, I've got a friend who just uh, won came first place in the WBFF competition and congratulations to her and her team you know they all worked so hard her coach worked really hard to prep them and get them there and keep them motivated and they did it all as a team and it is another extreme sport it's very difficult you know there's moments of severe fatigue um being starving hungry because they're on particularly the last part of prep you're on quite low calorie so it, it takes a strong mind as well as a strong body to go through that so that's why i personally feel it is a sport in its own right as well because People are working hard at that. It's not for me because I'm moody as fuck if I don't eat enough. <laughs> I have to eat a considerable amount more compared to what a bikini girl eats. Otherwise, I would not function. I would be a terrible mum. <laughs> it's just, it's not for me. I feel you have to be a certain type of person to do it. But the problem we have is people are seeing that as an extreme now. Instead of understanding the industry and understanding that that is not what health and fitness is all about, that is a sport in health and fitness industry. So that's where I feel there's a misconception of it. And again, people feel that if you get really into resistance training slash weight training, then suddenly that makes you a bodybuilder or whatever. And it's like, no, it's not. That's just that's that's too extreme so that's that's the one thing i would say from that so um that's where you see a real divide and i think this is where it comes to lack of education as well in the industry and it's you know it's no fault of some people some people just and the majority of us we just want to keep fit and healthy just to live a happy healthy life and so we all should you know, it doesn't have to be a pure passion of yours. I just feel it needs to be a part of your daily habits in life. Um, so I feel like, yeah, that's the problem being, and maybe some PTs will disagree. Actually, a lot of PTs and online coaches are probably going to disagree with me on this, but I feel if you are, um, promoting to have clients join you for a fitness journey or a weight loss journey i feel putting your brand image out there showing you on a bikini in a bikini competition or a bodybuilding competition or only that you've got to be careful what imagery you use and what captions you use with it because people could have a misconception and think you're too extreme for them that's just my personal view i you know i'm not the biggest coach out there i know that but just from talking to current and previous clients talking to friends talking to other coaches we just you've got to keep yourself approachable but also think about your audience okay so that's why um they're the extremism of showing like you maybe you yes you have a passion for bodybuilding but if you put that as like your brand imagery of like this is the most amazing shape blah 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 it could be off putting to a few others I can understand it but then for other people who absolutely love to get shredded and stuff they're probably like that's what I want and if you want to go down the route then you're doing it perfectly but just I would strongly recommend to coaches is that if you want a certain clientele, you've got to, basically, you've got to stand out to them, but you've got to be welcoming and approachable for them, and they're more likely to come to you, that's just my thoughts anyway, Um, competitions now, so I'm talking about like triathlons, running like rat marathons, all that kind of stuff, another form of extreme fitness, you know, and it's incredible, okay hats off to people who do endurance sports because that to me is absolute hell that is hell on earth for me i couldn't think of anything worse to do for myself but that is because that is an extreme sport area as well as bodybuilding that's another one i couldn't do because i feel it is a mind over matter thing um as well as really consistent training in it um And I I just, I admire people who do it, Um, especially triathlons. You know, I think that was where these, a lot of people, when they want to get fit, they they always go, I'm going to start running, yeah? Everyone says that. Like, during the first ever lockdown we had, everyone was like, I'm going to start running. I'm going to do couch to 5K. I'm going to train for a marathon and stuff. And people thought that that was... Extreme of fitness because there was no ed- education. But then, since uh, lots of influencers started to advertise online, more people got to understand that home workouts, from hit sessions to lifting some weights, is what gives the change um, in terms of like toning up, weight loss, etc., etc. Um, but going back to um, like the triathlons and stuff. You've got to remember that these people are basically training for an athletic sport. They have been consistent. It takes a lot of time in prep for that. You know, you're talking for a triathlete, you think how long it takes for them to train for that, how many swimming sessions, running sessions, cycling sessions, putting them together. It is extreme. And then on the day of the actual event, dig God, that is a lot of exercise and a huge amount of endurance and i've got a friend of a friend who has always been a bodybuilder and he decided to do it a few years ago and he found he he had a newfound respect for those people i mean respect to him he did incredibly well you could see he was exhausted at the end because christ i don't even know how he got that far because i certainly could have but he did incredible um that's my best friend's brother-in-law. Um, you might know him from seeing him on um, social media. His name is Ollie Carson. If you're a coach, I do highly recommend you um, to reach out to him on Instagram if you're new to the industry. He does give incredible top tips and advice, and he is a very good mentor, so I do highly recommend him. Um, he did it, and I remember watching his journey for it, and it was so extreme and tough and yeah so that's where I feel like there's another extreme of fitness in terms of endurance and cardiovascular training um yeah just that that's just my thought I just I think it's something that again it's whether it's a love hate kind of thing and I've got clients who train for marathons okay they love it and so I help. So I've got a couple that are going to do proper marathons next year in the spring. So we will start building up the nutrition and training for it in the new year. So that they do their best and they have a great time, basically, and a good experience from it. But again, is that an extreme of fitness? I suppose, yes, it is. It is technically is. Um, so at the end of all of this, like, there are different ways to go with fitness you could even then start going down the whole um gym over home workouts and um you could then go into the nutrition side of it and the extremisms of those but at the end of the day let's just talk about from um when it comes to picking coaches or a group to follow or like a club to join you should pick something obviously that's going to suit you obviously because you're, you're investing your time and money in it but i would say take your time with it so for example when i have got the time and a little bit of extra cash there's a crossfit um company that i really want to join i just haven't got the time for it at the moment but what i love about it is the team ethic you make friends it's really upbeat, it's fast-paced, it's about strength, and it's for me. For other people, they might decide to join something like an Orange Theory class. So there's like the nearest one to me is what Winchester, um, and the other ones are in London, and Then they're obviously all over the USA. It could be that some people want to go into picking a coach that will help them with marathon training. Whatever it is, if you're just wanting... S- to be so for example if you were just wanting to get fit and healthy you just wanted to know where to start and you're like well what pt do i pick you've got to basically i would strongly recommend you know following a few on social media but don't go towards the complete extremes in some way you know have a look at what your friends are using have you got friends who have got personal trainers follow their pt's or their coaches online and get to know what they're, they they you know what they're like watch their stories look at their posts do you get a good feel for them so if you were new to fitness and you'd never picked up a dumbbell in your life you wouldn't then go and approach a bodybuilder who was just training people for bodybuilding you're going to want to train with someone who is, I don't know, experienced in training beginners. If you're wanting to start getting fit again after having a baby, again, you're not going to go for, you know, a triathlete coach. You're going to go for someone who is a postnatal specialist. So those kind of things, you need to pick what suits you. And also that's going to pick that suit your personality more than anything else. That's what's so important. And remember, whatever your views are on different extremes or um, thoughts or feelings towards fitness is that we all have our own opinion okay but if you don't like something you see whether you think it's sexualized whether you think it's punishing whether you think it's just too extreme stop following it unfollow and follow ones that are going to inspire and motivate you instead so I feel like a I tried to be as balanced as I could with that, so I'm hoping that it was good for you and gave you some thoughts, like food for thought as they say to this. So thank you so much for listening and stay warm and we'll speak soon.